ja, mag. <laughs> oh my god. So loud. <laughs> okay. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. And welcome. <laughs> I got a gurgle. Hey y'all. And welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell the podcast. Um, today we're going to talk about Kevin Hart, the Golden Globe and Grammy nominations, Dumplin, and Vox Lux. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. What's up, y'all? You, scr- you talk loud. On here? Yeah. No, I don't. Just do it one time. Oh, you're saying I, yeah. I should? So I can listen back. Here's, I really don't want to do this to listeners, but I'm going to do it, because okay. this is how it sounds. You go, hey, y'all! <laughs> Look at the thing. <laughs> is that what I do? Yes. How embarrassing. Sorry for your ears. Um, I, What's up? How's your life? Right. You had a really wild week. You I, saw Ina. I did see Ina Garden on Wednesday. Was that okay? You know how like we obsess over celebs. I obviously do like in a creepy way. You do in like a normal way. Yeah. Was it weird being in the room and seeing her in real life? Yeah. Like, did it freak you out a little bit? Yeah. I, I, uh, towards the end, I was looking at her. I was like, I don't know if that was. I, I felt weird. I felt like I wasn't watching her, but I was. Yeah. Just because I've literally watched her since day one. Yeah. You know, 16 years. That's a long time. I've only had those moments a couple of times where it's like, it's almost like, whoa. Right. Stacey Arica. Fred Savage. Oh, Ben Savage. Ben Savage. What is Once Upon a Deadpool? It's like the PG-13 version of Deadpool. Did, did they like add jokes? Yeah. Just another way to get money. <laughs> like what? I haven't seen a single commercial, but I see the poster everywhere. Um, okay. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm sad my mom wasn't able to go. But yeah. Patrick came and it was great. And he loved it. He was a great sport. Yeah. Ina. In the flesh. I know. I feel like something else happened. I got my license plate. When does it come? In like three months. When does yours come? Also in like three months? What a nice treat. Mine says WW Ina do. So what would Ina do? And Patrick says something, call me by your name. Yeah, C-M-B-Y-N. Cute. <laughs> really cute. Why don't you do one? I'm, how much is it? $50. Okay. And then it's $40 a year. No, I told you how much my thing was. $245 to register my car. You know what's so funny? It's not funny because it's my money, but <laughs> my mom and me were talking on the phone that day. And I mm-hmm. said, I'm a little nervous about registration. Yeah. Like, no joke, I'm not making this up. I, I was saying, like, I'm so nervous it's going to be, like, more, because it used to be, like, 100 bucks mm-hmm. when I was driving the Jelly Bean, which was, like, tin cans mm-hmm. and tape at that point, especially. And that day when I got home, it was in the mail, my registration renewal. It, like, gave me chills a little bit. I was like, devil? <laughs> Who's listening to me? Anyway, $245, so. Plus tax or including tax? I don't know. I didn't think about that. I don't think there's tax. Oh, good. But you have to mail a check, which it's always the same mess every time. Really? But I think I can pay online. Especially now that my insurance, this is too deep. I think I can pay online. Um, but I know That's where my Christmas got. money is going. Yeah, for having new cars. So if you're at, wondering what to get me for Christmas, maybe I should start a GoFundMe Kickstarter for my uh, registration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah, registration. But isn't your car insurance like $5? Um, no, but 
It's paid. That's what matters. I work and I pay my bills. And a homeless man today tried to yell at me because I didn't want to give him money because I don't carry cash, even though in the moment I did have cash, don't tell. And in my head, all I was saying was, I just left my retail job that I used to pay my bills. And you're sitting here trying to guilt me for not giving you money. Anyway, I saw drag queens yesterday. I'm trying to think like what we did this week. It was a good week. I only worked like two, a minute. I was off for three days. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. That was a dream. Really a dream. I sat through so many movies. The Christmas Chronicles on Netflix, which is one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> no, it's meant for little kids. I mean, they had elves doing the floss dance. I was like, we really have reached a low in culture, I think. I'm not talking to you about <laughs> it. You were off for three days. <laughs> so what, you're not going to talk the rest of the episode? Okay, let's get into it. The first thing we're going to talk about is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was announced as the Oscars host this week. Comedian Kevin Hart of Ride Along fame. <laughs> what other movies has he been in? A new one with um, Nicole Kidman. Night School. What was the one with Nicole Kidman called? Uh, I forget. And Brian Cranston. Yeah. Anyway... He was in, oh yeah, oh, yeah, in the new Jumanji. I forgot Loved about that. him in that. Um, so he was announced as the Oscars host, and like two days later, someone had like pushed out on Twitter these old tweets that he had made, basically saying if his son was gay, he would break the dollhouse over his head, and using the F word that's offensive to gay people, not the F word that I don't like to say, um... Do you like to say the other one? No, but you know what I mean. Not the four-letter one, the three-letter one. Um, and so then they asked him to apologize, and he said, I've apologized in the past, and so they got rid of him. Right. Or he declined, actually, which I think that they got rid of him at the same time he declined. It was sort of like, this is ending. Yeah. Go. Embarrassing. Here's where I have issue. It's the same thing with the N-word thing the other week that we talked about. It's like, we're at a point now where you can't be saying that. Right. There's other words to be saying. Today, did you see where Nick Cannon pushed out, like, Amy Schumer, yeah. Sarah Silverman? Who was the third one? I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. He pushed out all these female white comedians saying, if these people, th that had all used that same word in tweets from the past. Mm -hmm. And he's right. Mm -hmm. Because it's the same exact thing. The context is a little different. But I still, I mean, I agree. Nobody should be using the word. And Kevin Hart's defense is people were less sensitive back then. Right. Which I do agree. Mm -hmm. We have moved into a point now where everybody's really hypersensitive to stuff like that. That I understand. What annoyed me was that he said that he's apologized before, so he didn't feel the need to apologize anymore. He hasn't really apologized before. No. Him saying people were less sensitive five years ago, that's not an apology. Right. And all you have to do, the thing is, like, he made it a bigger thing than I think it was. Right. It's like at the end of it, he would have, um, like, at the end of it, he would have apologized. It would have looked crappy for, like, a day. Yeah. And then he would have been hosting the Oscars in two months. Right. Whereas now, he's not. And it puts everybody in a really crappy position. Especially for him, he said, like, this has always been on my list. Like, I've always wanted to do this. Yeah. Why not just bend over backwards and try to make it happen? Especially, like, no shade to his career. He's a great comedian. He's great at what he does. But, like, he's not necessarily going to win an Oscar one day. No. So this would have been quite the moment for him. Uh, I don't know. 
I just think it it wasn't a good look. I understand it's old. Every celebrity, it's hard. When you he was making those jokes, he was trying to get famous. Yeah. And so, and it's the same, you know, every celebrity has that same thing where it's like they go through and dig up old, I mean, Shawn Mendes had the exact same thing like a week ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, first of all, when the real answer to this is as soon as you think you're about to get famous, you need to start deleting stuff. If you think anything. Or like yeah. you, every time you have something come up on your time hop, you just delete it. Always. But, yeah, I just, uh, I don't get it. I don't get the defense of it, I think, more than the, the actual tweet I, did not offend me. Um, you know what I mean? It's like, people say stupid stuff. Yeah. And he's a comedian. And also, shock and awe was sort of like a thing. I mean, you have to think Simon Cowell has a career for being mean to people. Now yeah. that would never fly in the same way that it did then. Yeah. Yeesh. That being said, I don't think he was a very good pick for the Oscars host to begin with. Agreed. At all. There are a lot of other people I think that would have been a better... But I get it. He's very popular, and they're trying to get ratings. Yeah. TV is in a place now where they just want people who are going to bring in some sort of eyeballs. Yeah. And he would have. That's true. I am curious to see who they have. Who do you think? I keep saying Kate McKinnon should do it. I don't think she will, but... yeah. I'm curious to see. I think it's going to be somebody older because I think younger people are going to be hesitant to do it because they don't want to look bad. Mm. A lot of people are saying Trevor Noah, too. I think he could be a good pick. That's true. Because, A, he's not really controversial in that way, and they've already had Jon Stewart do it. Mm -hmm. So it's like sort of makes sense. Stephen Colbert hasn't done it? No, but he's on CBS, so I don't think they'll pull him. I don't think that really matters. Yeah, maybe. Haven't they had people that from other stuff do it? Yeah. Ellen, NBC. Yeah. Here, right. at least. Yeah, that's true. Stephen Colbert is a good, he's usually good at ho- and Some people are saying they're not going to have anybody host. That they're going to have people do like an opening and then just like scatter people throughout, which they've done on some other award shows, which sometimes works. Yeah, that's true. They should just have Jimmy Kimmel do it again. He's on ABC. Yeah. He's easy. Nobody's going to blink an eye about him. That's true. And he'll make a good joke about it. Exactly. Anything else you want to say? Can't wait for the Oscars. Oh, literally. Golden Globes are in less than a month. Speaking of, this week, Golden Globe nominations and Grammy nominations happened. It was supposed to be Grammys on Wednesday, Golden Globe on Thursday, but because of George Bush's passing, they moved the Grammy nominations to Friday. Right. Any big surprises? Any thoughts? I can't think of anything. (laughs) Yeah. I was, I am still confused by A Star Is Born being a drama and not a musical. Yeah. I get it because they knew they were going to get nominated regardless. And I think that they think it legitimizes it in some way. Mm -hmm. But in the grand scheme, if they were in musical or comedy or whatever, they would have won every single award. Whereas now it's like they could win every single award. But but there's a good chance they could not also. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I don't, I really don't get that. I'm still sad about Viola Davis not getting for Widows. Because this honestly is like, I, I would say, some of the the best stuff she's done. Literally. I just don't, I don't get that at all. Yeah. Um, I was excited Deborah Messi got nominated. For what? Will and Grace. Oh. Connie Britton got nominated, which we talked about last week. I forgot Sharp Objects even aired. <laughs> that got nominated for everything. It's weird. I will say this. This is about the Grammys, too. 
I love when they announce, like, the nominations and they show, like, who got nominated for everything. Like, on the Grammys, they were like, so-and-so leads with, like, mm-hmm. six nominations, whatever. Brandi Carlisle had five nominations, wasn't listed on any of those articles at the top. You know what I mean? It's like she just isn't part of the conversation because she's not. I read some. Well, maybe not all of them. Don't yeah. Have, but I read something. Because doesn't she have a ton? Like, she got behind, like, like every something. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I would have never thought that for her. Especially not. I love her. And the song that got nominated is great. And there's like two other songs on that CD that are great. But she's had much better CDs. <laughs> I always just think like, how does that happen? Where like something that's like not really on a lot of people's radar gets nominated for like every big award. It's all about the machine that's behind them. Yeah, it's so it's like that year Sarah Bareilles got nominated for everything. I was like, why this moment? Yeah. Like, who got together? Like, what email blast went out and was like, <laughs> we're going to do it this time? <laughs> or um, like when Esperanza Spalding won Best New Artist. That made sense to me because she was like the anti-popular person. It was like Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga. Who else was up against her? It was like all like very pop artists. Best New Artist. B.B. Rexa is not a new artist. She had songs like three years ago. But that's always the thing. I know. Like Megan Trainer. Yeah. Um, who else? Best New Artist was a mess. Those girls that Beyonce is behind. What? <laughs> Chloe and Halle. Yeah. But at least that CD didn't get nominated. The Carters. Oh, right. What a mess. Entertainment Weekly had that as like their number two song of the year. I was like, really? <laughs> what were y'all listening to? Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Award seasons are almost here. I know. I literally can't wait. And we're seeing a lot of movies. Yeah, it's weird. It's been a weird, like, the rollout has been very strange this year. Yeah. I feel like there's still a lot to come. But then, like, not. Yeah. What have we not seen? I don't know. I feel like there's still stuff to come. Mary Poppins. And that's soon, too. Here's what I'll say about Mary Poppins. Why is Julie Andrews not in it? Because it's a new story. Yeah, but Dick Van Dyke is in it. Yeah, but he's not Mary Poppins. But I just don't get it. She's still alive and well and is very active in the world. Maybe they just wanted to keep it very separate, which I respect. I've never seen the first one, so I don't know. I just don't get it. It's Disney, and she's so like tied into Disney. I just don't get why she wouldn't... Do it. I just, I can't, I, in my mind, cannot wrap my head around her not being a part of the discussion. Even, like, a passing glimpse, like, in a credit Maybe she was. Yeah, maybe we haven't seen it yet. Well, maybe she was considered, and she said, I'd rather not. Yeah. That's also something that could have very well happened. Yeah, maybe. It makes me sad, like, on some weird level. I do love Mary Poppins. (laughs) Are they playing it anywhere? I would love to see it again before we see the new one. I'm sure they will, somewhere. You've never seen any of it? Mm-mm. But you know supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Mm-hmm. That's the only part I know about that song. Well, yeah. That's, I mean, that's basically <laughs> it. Um, but I was surprised that's getting nominated for everything. I mean, I guess not the Golden Globes. I'm still yeah. curious to see, like, at the Oscars. Were you surprised Shallows got nominated for Record of the Year and Song of the Year and all that? No. Like, that it was that big? And people were saying that Bradley Cooper could possibly win a, uh, a Grammy before, like, Katy Perry and all these other people. That's crazy that Katy Perry doesn't have a Grammy. Yeah. Ariana Grande doesn't have one. That I believe more so. <laughs> but they're weird about popular people that way. Wasn't Black Panther nominated at the Grammys, too? Yeah, for album. But he's, Kendrick Lamar is the featured artist, so it's listed, like, under him. I didn't look at that soundtrack enough to know, 
but I don't remember that song. What's the song with The Weeknd and Kendrick Lamar? Is that the one that got nominated? All the Stars is a song, but is that the song I'm thinking of? I don't know. It's his song with SZA for Black Panther. Yeah. The one with The Weeknd, that's the one I remember hearing on the radio. I don't remember this one. I need to listen again, I guess. Also, you know, I was thrilled for Casey. Oh, of course. That's cool. I have a weird feeling she might win. I can see that She's happening. been number one or number two, like, on every single year-end list that's occurred. Again, but th- why this CD over her other ones? It's strange to me, like, how that occurs, but I'm obviously thrilled for her. Yeah, that's nice. But I, I, I like that song that, what's it called? Slow Burn? Oh, yeah. That one's good. That's the only one I've heard. She's a bop. You know, again, her, she's coming here, too. Her tickets are, like, $200 now on Stuff Up. Worth I paid it. 35 at the World Journal this year, <laughs> and I was literally like, I, she was spitting on me. Um, next, we're going to talk about Dumplin'. Say Dumplin'. Dumplin'. Dumplin' is a movie on Netflix. Um, it stars Jennifer Aniston, Danielle. McDonald. McDonald, who was in Patty Cakes. Yep. Um, who else was in it? She was also in Lady Bird. She was also in Lady Bird, very briefly. Yeah. Who else was in your daughter's moved? Oh, it's a candle. I was like, there is literally a demon in this house. <laughs> this house is clean. Um, who else was in the movie we just watched? The girl from Hairspray. The girl from that was hair, Tracy Turnblatt in the new Hairspray that was on NBC. Yeah, Doug Cameron, who was also in Hairspray. Mm-hmm. Kathy Najimy. Kathy Najimy was in it for forty-five seconds. And Ginger Minch. And Ginger Minch from RuPaul's Drag Race. The RuPaul's girls, they are famous. Have they're in moment. Star is Born, and they're in Dumplin'. <laughs> right. What? I can't keep looking. It's the candle flickering, but it makes it look like the door is moving. What if it is? And I would literally, I would leave. I don't see no candle I'm afraid flickering. of, see the thing is, I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm also afraid of ghosts. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Like, I'm not, I don't sit around thinking like, oh, well, there's, I'm being possessed by the devil. But I also, or like, there's like a spirit in the home, but... I mean, the, your Siri turned on in the middle of the night. That that re- I stood up in my underwear and was looking around the apartment <laughs> like somebody was in there. Because you know your Siri, you have to touch it. Yeah, yours, yes. Oh, yours not. <laughs> well, no, I, ours. I, I talk to me like I'm a daggum poor person. No, ours we say, hey, Siri. Let me tell I mean? you this. My right AirPod does not work, which you know. And I've been walking around with my headphones in. And I feel like a homeless person. I feel like I have like downgraded eight levels. Like, who cares? There are a million people that walk around with their headphones in like that. But I feel like the scum of the earth because I don't have my AirPods anymore. It really hurts my feelings. So you're just, you're going to throw them away? I didn't say all that, but I just, I I don't want to hear. Like, the thing is, is the volume is so low in the right ear that Mm. if I am in the world, I hear the world. Like, I don't hear the AirPods. Why don't you just do one, like a little Bluetooth headpiece? No. Also, I don't think that's good for my ears to do that, where it's like you only hear sound in one ear. Oh, that's true. I could be making that up. No, but I understand. Dumplin' is a movie on Netflix. It stars all those people, and it's about, it's based on a book. It's about this girl who is a little hefty, whose mom runs a beauty pageant. Her mom is Jennifer Aniston. Yes. And she sort of gets into that world, like, to get revenge against her mom. The girl signs up for the pageant, and it goes through that whole very typical chick flick pageant movie plot line. She's obsessed with Dolly Parton, so the whole movie is basically a tribute to Dolly Parton. They play 
every hit she ever had for the most part. They talk about her. There's pictures of her everywhere. She wears a shirt. She dresses up like her. Yeah. It's very Dolly. So if you like Dolly Parton, this is a movie for you. It's fun. It's fun. It's cute. Here's the thing, and we talk about this every single year in the same way, is that movies coming out at award season, around award season, are a tricky thing. Because they get somehow tied into the conversation when if they came out like in March... I think people would get into it more. True. Or like it would get, I really don't get it sometimes too because it like doesn't give those movies space to breathe. Yeah. And so they just become like one of a thousand. I think that Sandra Bullock movie is a good example too. This, that movie should have come out like in June. Yeah, like a summer flight. Why are they, I don't, but then I get it because it's Sandra Bullock and yeah. so they think like, but anyway. Isn't Sarah Paulson in that movie? Yeah, too? a lot of people are. Um, this was a cute movie. Yeah, it was very cute, very corny. fun, very corny. It reminded me a lot of that same Netflix trend of, like, Sierra Burgess. Like, all those, like... They, which is a good angle for them. Yeah. Um, I do love Jennifer Aniston. She was good. She was fine. This I keep waiting for, like, what's next. Maybe that, that Apple show with Reese Witherspoon is what's next for her. True. But, like, why hasn't she moved to, like... Big Little Lies. I know we keep using that as, like, the example, <laughs> but, like... But isn't it weird still how relevant she is? Oh, she's Jennifer Aniston. She is, she is the TV version of Julia Roberts. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess she has only been on one show, but it's Friends. I mean, people literally went nuts last week. And you know they paid $100 million to keep it for one year. $100 million. So do the actors get a cut of that? That I don't know. Who were they paying $100 million to? Warner Brothers? Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. I mean, they say I read something not that long ago that was saying the Office and Friends account for like eighty percent of what's streamed on Netflix. But I believe it. Every person I know, other than us, watches the Office like religiously. Yeah. I like the Office, but I'm not sitting around watching repeats of it. No, it my is, friend Brooks watch. I mean, can quote every single line. Yeah, it's funny. It is good. Minus last season, it got a little rough. Agreed. Um. Anyway. I just keep thinking, like, I guess Cake was, like, her push to try to do something else. But I just think, keep doing that. Because I like her in this. She was great. But it doesn't really give her a lot of room. Yeah. It just sort of is, like, here's Jennifer Aniston. Here's what she's very good at. Let's celebrate that. I want to see her do something even more. Like Destroyer. Yeah. Or, like, Sharp Objects. I don't know if she's good enough to pull off. Or, I shouldn't say that. But, like, did you ever see The Good Girl? I think I've asked you this before. Mm-mm. I know you don't go backwards in movies, but like if you ever have like an afternoon, it has Jake Gyllenha- it's her hooking up with Jake Gyllenhaal when he's young. Oh, interesting. And she's married to John C. Riley, and she works like at a When's it from? pharmacy. I'm looking at Patrick's not making any eye contact with me. Like 2002. Wow. But anyway, that that was her first time where she was like, "I'm an actress." Good for her. Or Leprechaun. Or Leprechaun. You're right. Um, anyway, the girl, Danielle, what's her name? McDonald. Was fantastic. She's great. Don't chime in to what I was saying five minutes ago. Um, she was fantastic. She did, and that, again, a great platform for her. Of course. She did the best she could do in the part. Exactly. Um, but it's fun, cute, perfect afternoon breezy movie. Exactly. Anybody can watch it. Yeah, Totally. And also a good relief from how heavy everything is, as far as movies at this time of year. Yeah. Minus the Christmas Chronicles, <laughs> which is lighter than a feather. And finally, we're going to talk about Vox Lux. 
Here we go. Starring Natalie Portman, Jude Law, and the girl from Killing of a Sacred Deer. Raffi Cassidy. Good old Raffi Cassidy. You know her? Mm-mm. From... Was she anything besides those two movies? Mm-mm. I don't even know if that's her in that other movie. I didn't look it, it up. Oh, okay. I just remember her voice from the right. commercial. Yeah. Um, it's about... It's by a director who does other things. Brady Corbett. Um, and it's about a girl who's in a, like a school shooting when she's young, who turn who writes this song about the experience that blows up and she gets famous. And then they flash forward and she's Natalie Portman and the girl that was her as a younger person plays her daughter. But it doesn't really go through like the process of her getting famous. It just sort of talks about that moment, a bubble of a moment in time, and then fast forwards and shows another bubble in time. It's not like it plays out over years and years. Or no, like, but it's bridged through narration. Exactly. Who narrated it? Willem Dafoe. That's right. He's really having a career moment that I never saw coming. Aquaman. Aquaman, where he is airbrushed. I mean, literally, they could have gotten another person. <laughs> it sort of looks like, um, what was the movie with the lights? Tron. <laughs> the movie with the lights. Where, remember when they had Jeff Bridges show him, showed him younger? Yeah, yeah where, where it was like, like it could have been anybody in the world. They just sort of like put a face. Yeah. That's what he looks like in that movie. And Nicole Kidman's not too far behind him. Agreed. Um, but her hair looks literally better than ever. <laughs> I can't wait for it. 12 foot feet yeah, long. Exactly. Um, yeah. Adrian, you go. <laughs> no, you go. I really did not like it. But I knew you would like it. And I kind of love that. I think it's, I like that we disagree. That makes it more fun. I, I didn't like it. I, I think it's, like, perfect award season bait. All the actors did it because they were like, this is going to be so different. Mm-hmm. And, again, I do appreciate it for the respect of, if you look at Natalie Portman's career as a whole, I think it was an interesting choice for her. Mm-hmm. You said she filmed it in 10 days. I say that was very obvious. She is, it, it wasn't, nothing about it I found striking or interesting. It was, like, a bunch of people in a movie. I don't know. I was over it. But I thought, like, there were point, points I thought were fine. I thought she was fine. Natalie Portman was fine. Her accent was terrible. Jude Law's accent was literally like he had just picked it up that afternoon. It was terrible. And the girl is quite possibly, if you're listening, I'm sorry, because you're young. We really need to do our high school musical reviews. I know. I was just talking to somebody at work about that, yet, like, a day ago. I think that is so funny. Anyway. The girl, what's her name? Raphael. <laughs> Is that her name? Raffi. Raffi Cassidy. If you listen to this, hire an acting coach. <laughs> Actually, don't. Just find something else. It really is not as bad as you're saying. I you're mean, right. You watch some terrible movies. Oh, and, like, definitely. Some I, but I'm saying we're not. I'm comparing that to like a bad movie. It's not supposed to be a bad movie. Like some movies are not meant to be highbrow. Yeah. This is meant to be highbrow. So I hold it to a different. It's like Vahid always yells at me because he's like, I criticize. Game of Thrones, but I love Dance Moms. It's like, of course, I'm not watching them in the same with the same set of eyes. Yeah, but I I didn't like it. You go and tell people what they actually should think. I, I mean, it's, I don't think it's the best movie in the entire world, but I certainly don't think it was the worst at all, and by any you know, yeah, definition of the word. Yeah, but I I would say that it's one of those movies like you say, like I don't need to see it again for like five years. 
but I probably would rewatch it five times in theaters. I don't know. I just I thought it was very interesting. I think there were some, like you said, the girl is not very good. I think the end scene was fascinating to watch. But I don't know if it needs to be twenty five minutes long. Yeah, watching Natalie Portman lip sync. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are certain choices I think that were made that maybe weren't the best, but I liked it from start to finish. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I like coming out of it. I was like, okay, I, I can sit with this. This was cool. Yeah. Cool, I get. Yeah. Every movie, I don't care what it is. I like movies. I was thinking the other day when I sat through like eight movies in a week, aka this week, I was like, I just need to a job where I watch movies in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people probably think that. Yeah. But like when I'm sitting through Schindler's List mm-hmm. and it's me and like three other old people, one guy got up like halfway through and didn't come back. I was like, did you pay for this? Because <laughs> it's not like you got went to Schindler's List and was like, this sucks. I'm leaving. It was like, where are you going? Right. Maybe hit to go. Yeah, that was so weird. I was like, I thought he was coming back. His cup was still sitting there. Maybe he had diarrhea and it just never <laughs> ended. But, yeah, anyway. But I I enjoyed the experience, of course. Yeah. I mean, there were parts where my mouth was open for like 10 minutes straight. I told my friend, I was like, my mouth was getting dry. Just because I couldn't believe what I was watching. I mean, the teacher getting shot in the beginning, yeah. which is the girl from Orange is the New Black. Yeah, that's what I told him. He ha- she, I just called her a man. <laughs> she has the best, like, five-minute cameo career. Yeah. She's in, like, a hundred things, but only for, like, a scene. Yeah. I loved her on Orange is the New Black. Yeah, she was good. Um... It honestly kind of reminded me of Spring Breakers a little bit, where it just kind of gets crazier and crazier mm-hmm. and crazier. But I love Spring Like, that's, like, really yeah. fills my heart. Yeah. This one didn't fill my heart in the same way, but I was like, this is fun. I could I can enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I like Twilight. You know what I mean? You like Leanne Rhymes. She's my song of the week. <laughs> um, yeah. But, again, I liked I don't think anything should be nominated from it. If she gets nominated, it's because people like Natalie Portman, and she did something out of her box. Which is respectable. Yeah, absolutely. Nicole Kidman's going to be nominated for this, if she is, for the same exact reason. Right. It's not because anybody saw Destroyer and was like, this movie blew me away. When does that even come out? Probably like in January. I have seen zero about it, except when they not, uh, like, on lists. Yeah. I don't see, I haven't seen a poster, like, they've stopped showing the commercial, like, where does, it's, it's hard. Yeah. I don't understand sometimes why they push every movie, like, into two weeks. Yeah, Christmas, I guess. But, like... They want it to be fresh in people's minds. That's true. It's the police for us. I know. Because we yelled into the mic. Okay, our question that we comes from Andrea. She said, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Mixed Nuts. Mixed Nuts is a classic. I mean, I just don't understand how nobody knows what that is besides Alex and Sam. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've seen a lot of movies. Yeah. And I definitely have seen the cover. Like when I ordered it on eBay... I said, I have seen this picture, mm-hmm. but I have never seen the movie. I mean, it's written by Nora Ephron. Yeah. And it's an all-star cast. Yeah. Steve Martin, Rita Wilson, Leah Schreiber, Adam Sandler. Who's the the woman with the red hair? Malin yeah. Kahn. John Stewart's in it. Yeah. Juliette Lewis. It's like all stars. Piper Parabo. Uh, Coyote Ugly. Did you ever see that? Uh-uh. You never saw Coyote Ugly? Uh-huh. How do you know who Piper Parabo is? Because I think she was in Mixed Nuts for like five seconds. She was, isn't that her that wrote, no, I'm thinking of Parker Posey. Yeah. PP. What's that called? Alliteration? Yeah. I don't know. 
It's great. It is so good. It's weird, though. It's very dark. It's like they run, like, a suicide hotline, and it's on Christmas. Oh, yeah, but it's dark in, like, a comet, like, in a funny way. I mean, somebody kills himself on the phone. Yeah, but, like, in a funny way. <laughs> it's Steve Martin. I like Steve Martin. Yeah, though. he's good. It's a great, great movie. That is a good one. And there goes Patrick and just digging in his Star Wars. Love, I think Love Actually is probably mine. That was not my holiday tradition ever until I lived here. Watching Love Actually? Yeah, now every, and every year my brother rolls his eyes. Can you just pause for five minutes? Thanks. Like, is it that good? You can really hear it. Love Actually is, I think, <laughs> a good... It's also a good movie because it's got everything. It's funny, it's sad, it's romantic. Ooh, it's, no, I'm making nah, Yeah. <laughs> it's everything. But I was talking to somebody, I don't think it would do as well now. It didn't do that well then. It but only... think of the subject matter. I mean, it is, it's a little weird. What do you mean? Just like there are some very interesting storylines. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Like the woman who, like the, um, what's her name? The woman that works for Hugh Grant. Is like, oh, yeah. You know no, what no, I mean? I see. It's totally. Like, again, that yeah. is, again, people were not as sensitive to yeah. stuff like that then. Yeah. That I do see. Yeah. 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 Um, but still a great movie. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I guess, yeah. Anyway, but, you know, What's Her Face gives the best five minutes you'll ever see in a movie. <laughs> Emma Thompson. I mean, that is the best. It literally makes me feel like I don't have any breath in my body. Like I do when I sleep. <laughs> I just, it's it's so good. I almost added that song to my Christmas playlist. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no. You should. Because I don't want to hear this out of context. I put New Year's Day on the Christmas playlist at work, though, and every single time people say something, like, this isn't Christmas. And I get that argument. Yeah. But they're not the ones paying the dollar twenty nine on iTunes. So it's my <laughs> but choice. But you are. Oh, yeah, literally. Yeah. Don't want to talk about that here. Um, but there are some good ones. The Holiday is a good one. Never seen it. Meet Me in St. Louis I is like what I used to always watch on Christmas, but it's not really a Christmas movie. They just sing Have Yourself a Merry Little. Like there's a chunk of it that's Christmas. Mm, Santa the Santa Claus is a great one. The great. Grinch with Jim Carrey is a good one. Amazing. Have it returns. Batman Returns is not a Christmas movie. It's like when people say Die Hard is a Christmas movie. That don't count. It just doesn't count. No. It does if you're Jared. <laughs> does Jared listen to this? No. If you do, Jared text me when you hear this part. I'll never get a text. Um, it's like he was supposed to come over on Saturday. He never came He over. was? Did not text. He was? <laughs> that guy still works at Barnes & Noble. Um, <laughs> anyway... That's a great question. I love Christmas movies, yeah. though. Even the, what do you call it, the stupid one with Kurt Russell. I still liked it because it was fun. But I was watching it at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And there's this part where he sings, mm-hmm. of course. And it was so loud. And then finally it clicked in my head, like, I live in an apartment building. Right. And my window is open. That's like when we were listening to Yolanda Adams earlier. I closed the window. Yeah, but it was the middle of the day. It wasn't 2 a.m. We sat here for three hours straight watching YouTube videos. And That's I'm what garden. a lot of people in America do. <laughs> Wait, you mentioned our podcast, our, my, the idea I pitched you. Should we pitch it to the world or keep it private? What was it? About the high schools. Oh, yeah. We want to make a YouTube series or a <laughs> podcast series, some sort of where we go to high schools, watch their shows, and give reviews and call it High School Musical Review. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great idea. I would love it. I'm gonna make a. We'll make a poll. When do the like? When does that season start? I mean, it's year round. It's high school. 
But Patrick made a good point and said that, like, they do, what, like, two shows a year? Yeah. Three shows a so year? So spring, they do a fall musical, spring musical. Okay. Or fall show, spring show. But the people at work, I work with a lot of, like, locals. Mm-hmm. You're a local, technically. Yeah. That live or have lived around here. And they've they told me a list of, like, schools that do shows, like, all the time. So mm-hmm. if we really want to do it, I don't think it would be that hard. I would We just got to be careful because I'm not trying to have people, like, crying. No. I only had one show in high school that got reviewed. And they didn't. They said like one sentence about me, and I was like, "That's why I think it would be so like special." Exactly. Exactly. Because I think it would be funny. Be mean also, yeah, I think it would be funny, but also uplifting when it needs to be. Yeah. So we'll develop it a little bit more. Okay. Um, remind me to tell you something later. Okay. Thank you so much for your question. If you have a question, you can email us at let's chat with curry at gmail dot com. Your song of the week. Your song of the week. Mine is Alive by the worst actress of all time, Rafa Cassidy, from the movie Vox Lux. She's not the worst actress of all time. Kristen Stewart is alive. I, 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 I. Okay, you know what I was thinking about the other day about Taraji P. Henson? What was that show she was just on? Person of Interest, is that what it was called? Oh, uh, yeah. The procedural With the guy who was Jesus? Yeah. What was his name? I don't know. Patrick, what was that guy's name who was Jesus in the Passion? <laughs> oh, uh... Caviezel? Jim yeah, Caviezel. Jim Caviezel. Anyway, isn't it wild that her career changed... Literally from, like, a normal woman that had been in some stuff and on TV and now is, like, an A-list actress. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Isn't that nuts? Like, she was an all, like a third banana on a procedural and on And she CBS. left that show, I think, to start doing movies. I think they killed her off. Yeah. Isn't that nuts to think about? Yeah. Anyway, it's a great song. It is actually a very good song. And the one that you're going to play, the auto-tune one, is very good. In the movie, I accepted that she wasn't a good singer. That didn't bother me, really. The acting is what bothered me. Her looking at people deadpan and talking back to them like she was reading off of a paper. I was like, this isn't Saturday Night Live. (laughs) You actually have to, like, act and, like, use emotions. But obviously it's an aesthetic. I get it. It was very cool. My song of the week is It's Christmas Eve by Leanne Rimes. And it's a jam. It's really good
it's Christmas Eve Hope your cares are free And you're right where your heart longs to be And you These moments are like falling stars. You blink, they fade into the dark. So hold on tight to Christmas. Even we go trust in time next year. Our worlds will be light. Leanne Rimes basically only does Christmas music at this point in her career. That's so depressing. She's making it work. And I love her just the same. <laughs> Great. Also, a woman came to the Gingerbread House event today, and I thought it was Brandy Glanville for a second, and I literally almost peed in my pants. <laughs> and in a good way and in a bad way. All at the same time. Because you're like, I'm not prepared. Yeah. Also, at the new year, the first podcast we do in the new year, my song of the week is Tardy for the Party. 100%. I don't want to do it because I'm sticking with my Christmas theme. Yeah. But as soon as it's over, that song is so good. Have you listened to it? Yes. Like I all the you, way through? Yes. I watched this oh, yeah, you did. as it aired 10 years ago. I don't... Did she, does, Do her other songs exist? I need to just look her up on Spotify. I know she has one song called uh, something about Google Me. And me and Alana listened to it in the McDonald's drive-thru mm-hmm, one day. Mm-hmm, Wait, mm-hmm. do you want to hear one more depressing story? What? When I went to McDonald's yesterday or whatever, the guy said, why didn't you come in? <gasps> I'm a Zoom Ford without paying. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, I'm in a hurry. <laughs> How? I mean, that is so bad. This this week you are looking forward to. Uh, if Beale Street Could Talk comes out. I really can't wait. Yeah. Are we going to go to Landmark? Probably not. It's not going to be playing at the AMC, I don't think. So I'll wait. I don't need to see it the first day. It makes me itch. You can go. No, I want to go with you. Okay, then wait. <laughs> Fine. Um, I'm looking forward to RuPaul. All, is it All-Stars? All-Stars season three. Four. Four. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick, for chiming in now. You come in to correct me when I needed you. You were nowhere to be found unwrapping your candy. You're not going to be on this anymore. You're going to have to sit in the other room. Yeah, you're on it. You're talking out loud. Anyway, my Goober of the <laughs> Week is Patrick. No, I'm kidding. Who's your Goober of the Week? How could it not be Kevin Hart? Goober of the Decade. Yeah. My Goober of the Week number two, hmm. Natalie Portman oh, for body yeah. shaming Jessica Simpson. Yeah. She really didn't, no. but I like the drama of it. Yeah. That is fun. Oh, also, I watched Life Size. Did you watch that? No. Did you watch the old one? I don't know. You were like is. zero years old. Yeah. Life Size is a movie where Tyra Banks comes to life as a doll. Mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan was in the old one. Oh, nice. But the new one was fun on, like, a, no one should watch it. 
Just like Kim Possible. Mm-hmm. I think it's a weird blur. Did you see the trailer yeah. for it? Whatever. Patrick said it looks terrible or whatever. I saw your little thing. But like, aka tweet. But it, it's not meant for us. Like it is yeah. because it's Kim Possible. Life Size is meant for us because it's our generation who watched it. Right. But it's just, it's made for kids. Totally. Like it's not made for adults. So Life it's Size like, was fun, but it was really made for like people our age's children. Like A Wrinkle in Time. Ex- uh, yeah, but I think Ring One Time they expected more adults to be into it. Just Oprah was very good though. I loved that wig. I dream like about that sometimes. I just like see that's how I see her sometimes with that blonde like curly crinkle fry hair. <laughs> loved. Anyway, Natalie Portman body shamed Jessica Simpson, and I like the mess of it. Oh yeah, of course it's fun. That was good. But now they're friends again, right? Aren't they like friendly? Oh yeah, right. They weren't friends. Oh, like they to forgave begin. each other. Yeah, of course. That was wild of her to come out like that. Jessica Simpson to write that whole thing. I was like, dang. <laughs> dang. Is that it? Yeah. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. And like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at Let's Chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.